Welcome, 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 Burly Honest Podcast fans. I appreciate you tuning in to another episode of the podcast. I'm your host, as always, Harrison Barron. And thank you for subscribing. If you haven't subscribed already, um, if you haven't, smash that subscribe button. I'm sure I've given you more than enough reasons. And if I haven't, please let me know. I'd be more than happy to... uh, I'd be more than happy to to help you and and try to drill down on what you want to know um, or learn about. That way I can earn your subscription. I think that's exactly what I wanted to say. But anyway, welcome to the show. Super happy to have you here with me for an hour or so. And uh yeah, I'm going to I'm going to just jump right into it. There's really not too many announcements. Nothing that you already haven't already heard before. Um as always brutallyhonestpodcast.com, it's in the process of being rebuilt. I know I've said it probably a handful of times. It does take a while to rebuild a website, especially when you already have an existing one and you're trying to make it better. So, that's going on as always Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Patreon, brutallyhonestpodcast.com. If you want, I'm also taking um connections on linkedin if you'd like just make sure you've listened to the podcast and said hey connecting with you because of the podcast i'd be very interested in connecting with you on linkedin um and as everybody knows i also have a new company um baronmediagroup.com go check it out it's what i'm working on what i've been working on um over the last couple months and it's eaten up quite a bit of my time but i do love what i'm doing and i'm very happy with it so with that all being said it's always a lot of talking a lot of talking in the beginning i feel like i need to just pump out all this information and we're from new york so we talk really 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 fast but that's it my special guest today is a dear friend of mine beth granger she is a linkedin and internet ninja when it comes to selling in the virtual space let's say uh primarily primarily linkedin she is extremely knowledgeable we talk about a whole bunch of different things so i don't want anyone to be like oh i don't use linkedin i don't need to know about it but that's what we cover uh, a lot of. She's just super, super smart. Uh, I had a blast with her on the show. She's very cool down to earth. Um, and one of the things that I love most about her, she has built a company or a consulting company where um, she can work anywhere, which is kind of like what I'm trying to do with my new company, uh, where you can literally work anywhere if it's in a Starbucks, if it's in somebody else's house, as long as you have your computer to do work on, um, you know, or somebody else's computer to do work on in my case. Uh, and I can access all every, the internet, I should be able to get some stuff done. So, some food for thought, but without any further ado, please welcome my friend, Beth Granger. I thankfully have not had to watch myself, but like if I take videos of myself for social media, I will not watch them over again unless I know that I did something maybe weird because <laughs> I know that that's it. Because once I watch it again, I'm like, ah, this is stupid. I have to post it immediately. Otherwise, that's it. It's done. Or you won't. Yeah. It's it's game over. That's it. Well, last week I was speaking at um, Long Island Business Expo. Okay. And it was... The show floor was really loud, and instead of having separate breakout rooms, it was sort of curtained off, uh-huh. and um, so I had to use a microphone, so people could hear me, but I couldn't hear myself. Mm. That was a strange experience. Did you have earbuds in? Nope. So, no, because I was speaking in front of a room. 
people could hear you, but you couldn't. How couldn't you not hear it yourself? It was just the way it was set up. I, it was very strange. Really, I couldn't tell how loud I was. Uh, I'm very loud all the time. <laughs> That's usually the biggest thing that people say. Uh, <laughs> like, oh, you're very loud. I'm yes, yes. Uh, yeah, between growing up in a Polish household, um, <gasps> were there pierogies? Fuck, <gasps> pierogies are the best. When I was in school, pierogies are so. I love them. Miss. So unappreciated for what they are. Oh, they're so yummy. They're, they're like dim, Polish dim sum. Yeah, or like unfried uh, empanadas. They're good. Empanadas are fucking. Oh, I was in sc- when I went to school. I was on Twenty Third Street, and uh-huh. on Twenty Fifth or Twenty Sixth, there was a place. It doesn't exist anymore. Called Christine's. Okay. And for a dollar fifty, you could get homemade soup and a chunk of bread. And then, if you were going to splurge for something like four dollars, you could get a big plate of pierogi. Oh. So good. Oh, pierogi, yeah, pierogi's the best. Pierogi's what and flavor kibasi. do you like the best? I've had a bunch of different ones. So, uh, like my grandma, my grandma is like the bomb diggity when it comes to this. Um, <laughs> she'll do like onion and um, mushroom, and then she'll also do uh, like a kibasa and sauerkraut. Oh, yum! Yeah, like that's insane. It's just so tasty, and then. <laughs> Uh, but then she'll like change it up. She'll be like, oh, you know, this is like a cheese one. So it'll be like all different cheese, like a couple different cheeses. But then she'll make dessert pierogies. Prune. Have you ever had a prune pierogi? No. It sounds weird, but it's good. Oh, I believe it. I believe I've had. So she'll do. She'll grow blueberries and then make blueberry pierogies. And they uh, are to fucking die for. Yum. And then like the outside. Is, for anyone who doesn't know what a pierogi is, I feel like I need to say this <laughs> because most people don't know what pierogies are. But a pierogi is like an empanada, but it's boiled, not fried. I think of it more like a dumpling. It is kind of like a dumpling because you can steam them too. Yeah. But uh, it's got like a nice doughy bread that like envelops it. And then you just put whatever food you want in it. And then you, you know, you pinch them closed. But uh, she would just make, she would take the blueberries from the garden fresh, then boil them in a pot with some sugar and really bring them down to like a nice reduction. Then she'd throw in a couple extra fresh ones for like texture. And then she would like throw them in like a little bit of a sweeter bread that she'd make. Oh my God, it was (laughs) ridiculous. Uh, She hasn't made them in a while, which makes me sad, but that's okay. Um, Maybe she can teach you to make them. Probably. I Uh, I would like that. That'd be good. I think she but like she she would like come up with like all these outrageous or outrageous like with I don't, I don't know because I don't I haven't been to Poland but it was just like constantly like new ones or whatever like a different twist but the craziest part is no recipe guide always consistent every single time wow always like up oh, you know this is you know this is a this is a Russian pierogi this is a German pierogi whatever you know she comes up with names of who knows where she gets them from but <laughs> uh, but it was just great. I love how we started with public speaking and now we're talking about food. Yeah, they go together somehow. Yeah, everything. Food seems goes to go with together. anything. Food does go with anything. I just watched uh, oh, those tasty videos on Facebook. I don't know how much time you spend uh, on Facebook, but now that I'm doing this more, well, more. Now that I'm right. doing this as my full time job, I spend a lot of time on yep. social media. More Did you so see than the ever. one? It was like a brownie with the crunched up Reese's peanut butter cups and stuff. Yes, like yes. Uh, inside, right? I don't remember. Oh, I saw one with them yeah. inside. Ridiculous. Um, <laughs> There's one, there's, I didn't know this, but there's a real thing called a recipe creator, like as a title, like where all you do is make food constantly to figure out the best recipe to sell it, to sell the recipe. Huh. And it was the coolest thing. So 
they do like a lot of science-based stuff. Yeah. Just recently they've started and baking super important for si- for that kind of like science. But they made like 50 different kinds of chocolate chip cookies to find the exact perfect re- recipe there's a, in their eyes at least. There's um, a magazine and I think they have a TV show now too called Cooks Illustrated where okay. they do that. They look at the science of like how to get really crispy chicken and what really? what yeah. kind of pan and do you steam it? Do you do this, that, the other thing? Oh my goodness. It, it is science. That's crazy. Cooking, yeah. It, it really is. It is science. Yeah. Um, that's wild. But back to, I feel like we should circle back all the way to hearing yourself and seeing yourself. Yeah, why not? Um, when I first started recording, I'd be like, oh, you know, let me listen to it. And then I'd get really frustrated because I'm like, oh, I shouldn't have said that. I'm an idiot. And then I'm like, but this is the whole point of the show. It has to be, you know, it's one shot. You got it. That's it. If it goes south, you know, we wipe out the whole thing completely <laughs> and then we'll restart. I've only had that happen, I think, once or twice. Um, and then it's just like, hey, you know, this is this is it. You got one shot. Hopefully you don't sound like a moron. <laughs> and then I was just like, you know what? It is what it is. This is what... It's your thing. Yeah. I'm not yeah. saying I'm selling it but because it's free. But, like, you know, this is what you signed up for. You know, you're, you're listening to unscripted, off-the-cuff everything, you know. I just need cool. a young Jamie for all the Joe Rogan followers out there <laughs> who can just pull up things on the imaginary TV I don't have here yet. You will. One day, yes. one day. That would be the only employee I'd like to have in-house. Okay, That's Where they fair. can just modify the audio and manage the podcast. Do stuff. Yeah. Magic. Yeah. The the internet magic. So, but, uh, so how did, I know you told me before, but I want everybody to hear this because you have a very unique, I'm trying to think of the exact term I want to use. Unique take on social media and what you do because most people, especially people I've dealt with, know what social media is. As you know, everybody knows what social media is now, but like how you do it is something I've never heard before. Yeah. So, how'd you get into that? And it's hard to explain. You should sometimes. probably tell people what you do. Oh, so. Other than eat pierogies. So, <laughs> I don't eat pierogies enough, but <laughs> so I, I train people to use social media as part of their networking and prospecting. And there's a term social sales, which you might've heard, Mm -hmm. which sounds good because it's two S's, but it really is social prospecting. Mm. And um, if you picture a Venn diagram, you know, the two circles that overlap. So when you say social media, most people are thinking social media marketing. So Mm. the kind of stuff that you're doing. Yep. What I'm doing is the other circle, which is the social sales, social prospecting, and there's overlap. Absolutely, there's yeah, overlap. Absolutely, especially if it's an individual because it's mm-hmm. personal and professional branding. And the overlap, I would say, is content, mm-hmm. right? So you're using content for both. Yeah. Um, and it happened by accident. I was working with a client where I had done their social media marketing strategy. Oh, uh, okay. And I was helping with them with some blogging and things like that. And they said, "You know, our sales team's coming in. Can you teach them how to use LinkedIn?" Mm. And in my head, I was thinking, why would you need to be taught to do that? Mm-hmm. And then I was thinking, oh, you're going to pay me to teach someone to use LinkedIn? <laughs> okay. And it just kind of went down this really interesting path. And we were talking before, I have the patience to deal with people who are not comfortable with technology. And surprisingly, that's there a are gift a lot in its own. of people out there. Yeah, that's a that's a gift in its own um, for people that don't know how to use technology. Um because I, if you don't know how to use technology, 
I just don't want to explain to you how you're, we're going to use technology. <laughs> I'll do it all. Like you're going to get everything you're supposed to, but I just don't want to sit here and try to teach you when you have teach. I hate teaching people or educating people when I know they're never going to use it. Well, that happens. There are times where a company will bring me in to train the whole sales team. And I'll know pretty quickly who the superstars are going to be. There are some people, you know, they're never going to do it. Mm. There are some people who are going to just do amazing things. And then there are people kind of in between, like, what does this mean? It's different. I have to try something new. I don't want to try something new. Yeah. Yeah. Just kind of, I mean, you're teaching a group of people, but as far as, you know, my business and stuff like that, it's like, look, if you don't have any interest in learning, don't sit here and ask me to teach you because... If it's just going to go in one ear and out the other, and you're not even going to try to learn it, you know, to implement what I'm teaching you, you know, that's fine. Just pay me. And, and the your clients want you to yeah, do it. Yeah, yeah that's what absolutely. I'm here for. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that drives me nuts. And people that have no idea, like, how to use technology. I just, it's like, how did, how did you make it to 2018? <laughs> I know a guy who has, still has a flip phone. Maybe they'll be coming back. Maybe it's some sort of the new trendy thing. If I didn't go in this industry and I just did something not in technology, I would totally roll it all the way back to flip phone flip phones. I would have my Facebook. Or the giant ones that would look like a brick. Yes, um, <laughs> I've had some pretty thick cell phones, uh, and then just to like get off the grid. Like I'm told, I want to get off the grid one day. That's the ultimate goal, the long goal. Build That'd- a giant company, retire, fall off the face of the earth. That'd be hard to do. Why? Could be done. Falling off the face of the earth part. Well, the earth is flat, so <laughs> I actually just posted a great video the other day, last night actually, um, a flat earth theorist, uh-huh. and it was this one was actually semi compelling. I was like, oh, it could make me think otherwise. Um, but yeah, I just you know I want to build this giant company, do it for as long as you know as long as I can, and for as long as I love it, and then the day I stop loving it buy a 40 foot sailboat and just there you go off to the races and fall face of the planet like that is like perfect if i could do that i think you will is that too much to ask absolutely not okay good just want to make sure it's realistic gotta have a dream or like just kind of oh you want to know what i would love to do and i think you'd find this very interesting the people that live out of their vans have you ever seen that not too many, but yeah. Oh my God, it's like a craze going around the world now where people will will buy like the Dodge, not a Dodge Caravan, but like those Dodge, uh, I think it's like a Dodge Sprinter, okay. like the big industrial cars. Uh-huh. They will gut the entire thing other than the two, the driver's side. Uh, like driver's, a camper, but not. Yeah, and they build inside this truck. I got to pull up a picture of this because this is just next level shit. But they will build all their like amenities into this and then a they lot of them- be anywhere. Lit- they just, you know, they sleep in- Walmart parking lots, you know, because they just sleep in their camper, you know, where they're, you know, it has to be a, a parking lot. Hmm. Um. I don't think I would do that. Why? I like having my oh, home base. I don't blame you. Um. Let's see here. Uh, van camper, I guess maybe is right. Oh, so here you go. So these are, this okay. is a good one. You can't see this, people, but we're looking at cool yeah, photos you, of vans you, with uh, if you go uh, van, out. van camper, but like people will just so that's like one of those big industrial trucks where you can use it for con- contractor work or you know construction, 
moving large items and stuff like that. And they they build out this wood on the entire thing. And then they have, you know, their their sleeping area. Then they have, like, a small little kitchen where they have, like, a can of propane in there or they'll pull it out. You know, some drawers underneath. Like, it's legit. It's minimal. It's very it's minimal. It's interesting. Um, you know, and all these people are... This is, like, the new trend that people are doing, which is unbelievably cool, in my opinion. We could travel everywhere. Yeah. Well, here's an, what, do uh, they, what do you think they do for a living? A they lot have of have them... online businesses. A lot of them will have online businesses, or actually, like ninety percent of them plus will have online businesses. But uh, or like they'll they'll be like YouTubers, mm -hmm. like YouTube, like that's super popular. And this one well, that girl, can be part of their what they YouTube right that's, their, their that's, travels. That's all they yeah. do is travel and live in this thing, and and then they edit. You know, they don't need internet to edit every. You know, and then they just go to a Starbucks and upload it, and then. You know, it's That's just, it's, funny. it's so, it's the coolest thing that like, I want to do this so badly. So well, you could do it for a short period of time. You could do it for just like a month. I could do it for a month, you know, with a cell, need, as long as I have my cell Airbnb phone. You need Airbnb of vans. You need to like rent one of these vans. No, I would buy it and build it. Buy it, build it and just go on my merry way but, and that's the other reason why I'm building this is so I can do this is a little extreme because I feel like it would be kind of difficult to take sales calls while you're traveling the country in a traveling van and then it's like hey can you come in for a meeting or can we set this up it's like I'm in another state and I literally my house is here so zoom call oh I agree with you but then it's like oh now I have to figure out how I'm where I'm going to leave my van for five days while I take this business flight across the country. <laughs> Sometimes you got to meet in person. This, you know, have a flight across the country to do this, and then I have to go home to my van without paying a ton of money to it, and then hopefully it doesn't get broken into with wherever you leave it. These are all things I think of because I'm yes, a little... some challenges there. But it's just so cool to see this, you know, how people are just decking out these trailers and just driving wherever they want to go and just living there. Like, that's so cool. <laughs> oh, the internet is just the, the amazing place. Oh, you can go down the rabbit hole and never come out. Absolutely. I do it all the time. But yeah, this is like my, like fall face a greater, greater travel like this. Like, that's the coolest thing in the world, in my opinion. <laughs> just no, no rules, no regulations, nobody to, hey, you can't do this, you can't do this, you got to stop doing this. You're just out there in your van the worst part is, what if it breaks? Like you're, that's the other thing. You're stuck in whatever town until you get it fixed. <sighs> Crazy. But you never know where that's going to be. I mean, that's part of like the fun. But you know, not yet. I will do. I would like to do it one day. Not yet. A couple more years out. Can you podcast from the road? People that you meet. That's another the thing. person fixing your car when it breaks down could Ooh. be your podcast guest. But then you, at that point, you're almost better off creating a YouTube channel true but i do want to another goal of mine with the podcast is hopefully get it big enough to the point where it allows me to travel so i can go to you know oh there's a guest in california hey do you have a conference room great i'll come to you yep fly there live there for a couple like a week or so you know i could i could work out of a hotel room and then do the podcast with them and then you know travel around doing that that would be super super cool other goals of mine if they come to fruition i like it you know i got a lot of goals i got oh shit i got a lot of goals a lot of goals well there's so many possibilities with the internet yeah with I mean, anything 
So here, so you do. You have a business primarily on the internet, and I put a good post out on Facebook the other day. Philosophical post, and I'm not usually one to do these. But do you think there will be an internet 2.0? What do you mean by internet 2.0? So we had something different than the internet that the internet becomes. Either the internet becomes, or something that supersedes the internet, like. The telegraph superseded. Got it. Like that level, you know, mailing. Then the the tel- telegraph was taken over by, let's say, dial-up. You know, I'm sure there's things in between. But then dial-up. Oh, yeah. Or the, the telephone. Great, telephone. Then the, I guess, ways to communicate. But then you have the, you know, from your telephone to dial-up. Now you have dial-up to regular internet. I do think there will be. I don't know, have any clue what it will be, but absolutely. Like I just heard on the radio yesterday, there are these two people, I forget where they're from, that have a chip. They inserted a chip into their body that they use as like Apple Pay and as to get into, uh, like instead of having, using their phone. Or oh, using I've a, seen people put ju- like that in jewelry. Right, well like they had a it ring. inserted in their body. <sighs> yeah, so I don't know. I mean, I think, I don't have a clue what it'll be, but I think, People are always coming up with new ways to, to do things. There was, there was a Shark Tank episode, and this dude wanted to surgically implant um, basically cell phones into your head. And he came up with this idea. He kind of got like booed <laughs> off, which I kind of feel really bad because this dude is on the right track, just not at the right time. Like, great idea, right idea, wrong time because we're not far off. Or from- like you see those movies where the – oh, what was the one? You ever watch Continuum? Mm-mm. So I'm a big sci-fi fan and um, she was a cop and in the future they all have sort of, oh, a little bit like Terminator, I guess, but, but she wasn't a a robot, Mm -hmm. some kind of ability to see information through her eye. Oh yeah. yeah. How it got there. I don't know. But yeah. Mm. So like if she would look at something, information would come up and it would be overlaid over what she's seeing. Yes. Yeah, Yeah. 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 Like Iron Man kind of. If you do you watch Iron oh, Man movies, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like he looks yeah, yeah. at something and yeah. scans recognition yeah. the whole nine, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I always think about it. I'm like, we are in the greatest time in history, undoubtedly, and I'm super excited that we're here. But what's next? Uh, oh, it gets me so amped up to think about it. Uh, some cool stuff, hopefully. I can imagine, but it's just somebody's goofing off from school right now, or work and thinking of the next facebook coming up with the next thing absolutely it's just crazy blows my mind it's fun yeah and scary i do think sometimes our ability to do things goes faster than our deciding if we either if we should or how it's best used like the ethics comes later an example oh now i have to come up with an example yeah. uh I can't think of one. I think I know what you're talking about, though. I just think that things are... They're just traveling... It's traveling too fast for most people to keep up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a serious, serious problem, especially not so much in our industry, but just the technology industry in general, because I'm not a huge fan of laws and regulations. Uh, I think they are very constricting to the mind, um, because... If but, the, like, who owns your information? There's that part. 
Right. Yes. Like, you know, so, there, don't get me wrong. There are definitely the need for there's definitely the need for laws and regulations, but more so often than not, they are more constricting than they are opening doors. Um, and the cool part about technology and the part that's very seriously concerning is that in what you just said, you know, things are traveling so fast where apparently you basically give Apple the right to like all of your information when you hit agree on like the terms and conditions. Like, Probably. It's Does sickening. anybody ever read that? Honestly, I don't think I anyone no. ever has. No. Um, I feel bad. So I actually some tried to read it. it. I tried to read it one day. I swear to God. I sat down one day. I'm like, I wonder what this thing actually says. I got like a paragraph in it and I was like, I would much rather um, go to go through torturous training, you know, yep. than read that. Like it is miserable. I'd rather run. And I hate running <laughs> than read that. Miserable. Um, but it's it's just like, it's so crazy because... It, it, it controls so much of like what we have and what we can and can't do. It's true. Like China, for example, they're not allowed, they don't use Facebook. Right. They have, uh, they just have a ban on it. Yeah. But they have their own thing that's, do they? That's kind of like taking Facebook and a whole bunch of other things and it's all one platform. Mm -hmm. I forget what it's called, of course, but it's all in one platform. Weibo? Weibo? We, yeah. 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 It's a big platform. This I'm looking it up. How do you spell it? I have no idea. I got it. I found it. Oh. All right. So let's see if this is what I was thinking about. I'm go. Oh, I can't read it. <laughs> you can't read it. It it took me to the site. <gasps> so I have oh, to it's not in English. What is here? It. I think it's like every possible. Um, separate platform that we have all in one. It. So it says, uh, Wikipedia says, it's a Chinese microblogging website. Is it called Tencent? No. Weibo. Weibo. Oh, Weibo. W-E-I-B-O. It's one of the most popular social media sites in China. Really? But it does oh. it does all sorts of things, like not just Facebook. So Interesting. It's like taking every possible thing and merging it into one. Mm. Features. Here we go. Features. Ready? You can post like Twitter. You can use hashtags. I just think there's more to it. It looks visually appealing. I love how it says Weibo.com with no like country origin afterwards, but everything is not in English. Well, my phone took me to the .cn site. Mm, okay. Uh, Although okay. often described as a Chinese version of Twitter, it's more like a combination of Twitter, Facebook, and Medium. Oh, all okay. right. Okay, there you Fair go. That's Thank God is. for translation to English. <laughs> Weibo comes right up in the home video, found games, you know, register login, headlines, videos, fresh things, list, funny, society, fashion. Oh, there's a lot of shit on here. Yeah. Wow. That's cool. I think it's crazy, though, that, you know, that's one of the things that sucks is they don't have Facebook. And I think that, you know, things like that are very detrimental to society because I think some people have it somehow get around it and have it anyway like if they make their yeah you just yeah you um, open up a server here and then you just create a Facebook here and then you go in and they can't trace that information but that's all you know majority of the population is not doing that 
over there. You know, it it does prevent that, you know, cross communication. Who knows what will happen with, you know, the most important thing. And that's what I love about this is talking. Yep. You know, creating that communication, opening it up. I met, I mean, the fact that we can communicate with people all over the world through Twitter, through Facebook, through all these tools. Instantaneously. It's so cool. And and it, it just makes the world a smaller place. It's fabulous. I love it. But do you but like you said, it's not it's moving too fast. A little bit. A little bit or a lot of bit? Maybe a lot of bit. But I'm going with the flow, so just gonna cruise along yep. and Yeah, it's just it's it's just mind boggling how the internet is changing like changes everything in the game. Well, if you think I mean even even just having a phone, right? People used to know that for a certain amount of time you might not be reachable because you were driving somewhere or whatever it is. And now people get pissed if you don't answer on the first ring. Exactly. It's crazy. That's it's crazy. <laughs> like, oh my god. Do you think it has like a psychological impact on people because you're always available? Like always oh, available. Yeah. And then, you know, oh, so-and-so is calling me. Oh, I don't really want to hang out with them. But you never know what they're calling you for until you answer. I think we are addicted. Like, literally addicted to uh, our... Look, if if you forgot your phone... You freak out. Right. Freak out. Right. Everybody does. Yeah. At this, I don't think I know a single person that's like, oh, I left my phone at home at school. I'll go for the whole day. Like, they're like, no, I'll drive 45 minutes to go pick up my cell phone to drive 45 minutes back to where I am. Yeah. That's insane. And how quickly that happened. But I like it at the same time, so. It's pretty. It shows me nice images. It does. Um, makes me happy. But it's That's just, how I got here today. I put yeah, a, you know, yeah. I put in the address and it shows Who would have, like, do you think Tom, Tom and Garmin were like, hey, we're, no, we, we got this, guys. We're good forever. Uh-huh. And then, boom, Apple Maps was like, no, you don't. Yep. We're taking over. And then oh, Google's yeah. like. Oh uh, yeah, I'm gonna one up all of you, and I'm gonna create the best map there is, and I'm going to put cars on the road that take photos of every single thing that people are allowed to I drive. I saw the car driving in my town. Oh, the the Google Map car. Yeah. Like, isn't that insane? You know what it just did for the first time the other day? What? So I was driving down Glencoe Road, mm-hmm. and I was gonna have to make a turn onto Jericho Turnpike. Okay. And instead of it saying, you know, turn right in however many feet, mm-hmm. it said, turn right at the Starbucks. Whoa. That's Did new. it say that a lot? Did it say that on numerous times or was it just that once? Because that also might be I know. a way I, to I didn't advertise. know if that's what I wasn't sure. Mm. I'm not sure. I, and I didn't look it up. But They're getting so goddamn good at this. I know. It's cool. <sighs> but is it? Well, for me it is. So for instance... What I can't remember, if you had to go somewhere and you didn't know where you were going and you had a paper map, how did you look at the map while driving and what about if it was at night? Mm, true. So I really like the maps. But, oh, the maps are great. Don't get me wrong. And the fact that it's lit and the whole th- the whole thing, I think is far better than... But we don't learn directions. Just like, do you know people's phone numbers? If you had no. to say someone's phone number, you wouldn't know what it is. No. Right. I know 911. That's a good start. And my firehouse and my house phone. Okay. That's And my mom's cell phone number. That's about it. All right. Well, that's good. But seriously, 
No, I don't. You don't know people's phone numbers. Anymore. I don't even think I knew my ex-girlfriend's phone number. See? When I, and we did it for three years. And I, actually, that's false. I did know it for a while. But like, I used to have everybody's mem- phone number yeah. memorized. Yeah. Mm, that's crazy. And same thing with using a map. You're not paying attention in the same way. So if you ever wanted to go the same route, you would have to use the map again. It's not like you would learn the route. That I disagree with. Yeah. If you can't figure out how to get somewhere after two or three times of using the using your map. I think it depends what kind of memory you... Like, I'm really good with directions. Yeah. So I have very visual memory. Yeah. But... But, like, come on. Know. But you're not you paying not attention know? in the same way. The only, I use Google... I, now, I use Waze for everything, even if I'm going to the same location multiple times. Not because I don't know how to get there, but because it provides you with information like potholes, cops, you know... Cars on the shoulder, like cars, you know, vehicle stopped, cars on the shoulder, emergency vehicles on on the side. You know what some people do? What? This is sneaky. Okay, folks, don't tell anybody. If their street is too busy yeah. or people use it as a shortcut, uh-huh. they'll go into ways and say that there's an accident so people don't come down the street. That is so smart. <laughs> that is so But where do you live that people are cutting through your, your street? And I heard something on the news about some place in New Jersey where it's like a big issue. There was a, it was a couple days ago. There was something really? about, I don't know if it was because of construction, but people couldn't get to their houses. Maybe it's near a bridge or a tunnel or something mm. because there was so much traffic on their street. Mm. I don't know. But you know what, though? At the same time, you pick to live there. True. You know, if you're a kid and you grew up there and yeah, you're kind of screwed. I feel bad for you. <laughs> but like if you're the parents, it's like, oh, my God. Like, I, lo- I think it's hysterical when parents in, in Bayport, they complain about like, the traffic by their house. I'm like, it's not like the school just got built yesterday and you bought, you've had your house for 35 years. That fucking thing has been there since the beginning of time. <laughs> and all of a sudden, you know, Oh my God, the traffic. So, but you, you bought the house knowing damn what, like damn well where it is. It's like, Oh my God, I have to hear the fire siren another time. It's like, you picked a location that happens to be literally next to the firehouse. Like you didn't. Kn- right. It didn't just get dropped on you. Like the train was there. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, I have to hear the train again. You put a fucking house next to the tracks. Of course, you're going to hear it every day. It shakes your damn house. Like, <laughs> c- like, come on. People complain. That drives me nuts. Clearly, <laughs> but people complain over things that are so easily controllable. It's like. Or it's like, it's like, you don't know what it's like to try to move houses. It's like, you're absolutely right. I wouldn't have bought a house where I didn't want to live. You know, I would have scoped it out for like a week or two. I would have like asked the people that are selling the house. Do you mind if I like park in front of it for like a couple days and just to see the traffic? At different times a day too. Yeah. Yeah. You know, just sit there for eight hours a day, you know, sit in your car. You know, if it's cool with them, put out a lawn chair and sit out front, you know, <laughs> park. Maybe in- they'll invite you over for a barbecue. Who knows? Uh-huh. Who knows? But like. It's just like obvious things. You park near a school, you're going to have school traffic two times a day for the rest of your life for what, nine or 10 months and out of the year. And lots of cars parking on Lot- parent visiting days yep. or whatever. Parent visiting days, yeah. at night, concerts. Like, come on, just use your damn brain. Like, oh my God, I bought this house. Like, if you bought a house and you didn't scope out the neighborhood that you lived in or just a couple block radius and you're like, you you put down the money on you put the down payment on it, you're you closing the house and you move in, you're like, Oh my god, the train tracks are here. If you failed that hard to do your research to realize That's that there is problem. a 
several hundred ton vehicle that shakes the earth when it drives past. I don't feel bad for you. Did you know there's a they have a train um, wash, like a car wash, but a train wash? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so cool. Yeah, I saw it on Facebook the other day. Blew my mind. Yeah. Did not know that. I didn't know that until like the other day. The Long Island Railroad one is in... I think it's Woodside. Well, there's one also in... um, What town is that? Bayshore. Really? Or near Bayshore. I did not know that. Yeah. Um, That's crazy. Very interesting. I know. Wouldn't have found out about it without the internet. That's... Uh, Actually, I was at somebody's office and the train was going by and I must have said something and they said, you know, it's going to the the wash (laughs) or whatever. I believe. I mean, how else are you going to wash the train? Or you just don't wash the outside. Yeah. Doesn't look like they do sometimes. I know. (laughs) But like, you got to think. There's a lot of trains for... That's true. You know. There's only so many. How much do you want to pay for an LIRR ticket? Do you want, you know, I'll sit on shitty seats for to save some money. They still have the really old ones sometimes. Sometimes. Been on, sometimes. It's funny. Yeah. It's like going back in time. It's, it's crazy the advancements that technology has made. Like just, you know, throw it back 20 years. We still had carbureted cars 30 years ago. We still had carbureted cars. And now we have self-driving electrical vehicles that literally do not need anything other than solar power that comes from your house and it just has a radius around it that it can travel. It is pretty cool. Like, that is mind-blowing. See, that that's all this new stuff. So that's the stuff I really think is cool. Yes. But isn't it freaky that you don't have to drive a car anymore? Uh, it's not everywhere yet. It's going to be. I saw the, when I was out in California, I did see the uh, Google self-driving car. Wild. I heard in the beginning the problem was it was too polite. It would get to a four-way intersection and it would let everybody else go and it wouldn't <laughs> know when to go. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, just, but like. It's like the Jetsons. But he, so here's a great conversation I heard. So the other day somebody was like, oh my God, I can't trust a Tesla car because it's going to kill somebody, this, that, and the other thing. The the accidents per mile on a Tesla are like two percent of compared to the like a human. You know they've done they're they're recording in the hundreds of millions of miles I think now already of automated driving, and they've had a small handful of accidents, and a majority of those accidents have come from the road not being either paved correctly or uh because the it tracks the the lines on the street and i saw one accident and the tesla slammed into a concrete divider because the construction workers had moved the concrete dividers out but the lines were not painted around them so the car did not know to turn and that person wasn't so that's not a good then because you're not going to be able to count on roads but if they follow the if they follow the rules, I'm pretty certain it was in the rules that they you know you have to repave that area, you have to reline that area before you start construction. Not even for the mm. cars, but because other I've seen other drivers who don't realize that the turn's coming, and they'll stay straight, and I've seen them almost crush other people in between that barrier and their car just because they're like, oh, I have to go straight because the lines aren't painted there. Got it. Like the common sense is out the window. Make sense? I could see a time when 
you just program in where you want to go. You sit back and relax. Do you think driving is going to be illegal one day? Oh, that would make a great plot for or part of a story, a sci-fi story, a not too distant future kind of. We're not far off. We're really not. uh, Who is it? Lexus or Audi just came out with like a fully, almost completely self-driving car at this point. I like driving. I do too. Not necessarily far, like hours and hours and hours, but like coming here. That's fun. Um, But I definitely think that driving might be illegal soon. I would say within the next 50 years. Well, from an insurance perspective, if it's so much safer, for instance, if everyone's using self-driving cars. There'd be no accidents, which which would mean roads would be safer. You know, they'd need less maintenance on the roads. There's no, you know, if cars knew where every single car is, they could prevent the collisions, you know, except for nature. You know, if a a deer runs out in the middle of the road, it's going to slam into that. But if all the cars, every other car knows, oh my God, this car just got no car accident. We have to all slam on our brakes. Boom. The whole road can stop immediately. Like how crazy is that to think about? That's some like iRobot shit. It is. I like it. But do you? What if you, you know? I don't know. Flip side, hacking. What happens now? Good point. Uh, what movie was it? Um, the new Fast and the Furious. Did you see it? Not the newest one, now. What are they up to? 13? 14? No, I think it's eight. I think <laughs> okay. it was eight. But in that movie... Somebody hacked a car? Somebody hacked all the cars. Uh, and wild. Like, that's like the polar opposite. Insane. Well, we're always going to have that with anything. The good and the bad sides of it. Of course. Yeah. Of course. But it's just, isn't that... It's just nuts. Well, I don't know. I mean, there are things that people today don't know how to do. Like if, if you know... Like what? It's, it's simple things. Like if the cash register, if the, the uh, power's out, people don't know how to give change without the machine telling them how much to give you back. Yeah, right? I believe like that. There are things that people just don't have Get to do this. Anymore. I don't know if you heard this. They are debating on taking out learning clocks from kindergarten, first grade, second grade, third grade, because they're deeming it too difficult. Because now, every everybody, every single person has some kind of smartphone or phone in general. I think even the dumbest phones on the planet are still smarter than anything that you know, oh, even a flip phone can have access to the internet. When and they're it not needs teaching to. script except for people's names. Really? Yep. Um, but you know, my phone, fourteen fifty-seven. You know, military time. Hmm. But it's just, isn't that like insane that they're will that this blows my mind? They're willing to take clocks out of the learning curriculum, but they're willing to teach kids Common Core math, which is like a hundred times harder than regular math. <laughs> I haven't seen it. I just hear people complaining about it. Oh my god, it's miserable. <laughs> I have a I have a teacher friend, and they showed me what it was like, and I was just like, "This makes no sense." So like, try teaching it. But if you don't know anything else, as the student, if you've never learned any other way, but do you maybe, think that, maybe but, it seems logical to you? I don't know. But now is that a problem? Because now you're teaching, you're not allowing kids to think outside the box because the way it teaches you. The way you learn that is so ass backwards. Do you think it teaches, it doesn't teach, do you think it limits children 
in their ability to learn and be creative? Philosophical. Good question. I don't know, because I don't really know what know enough about it, but get a teacher on here, and I'm sure that would be a good conversation. It's just, it's like insane. Hmm. Right? Yeah. It's lots of I remember long division. Long, yeah, I do too. <laughs> I don't even think that's a thing anymore. Oh. Um, <laughs> I remember my teacher saying, what, are you going to grow up and have a calculator in your pocket? Yeah. Right here. Absolutely. Fucking lutely. I it absolutely 100% intend to have a calculator in my pocket at all times. Actually, I intend to have a photo editor, a video editor, a calendar, a phone. A phone. A heart monitor. Your phone has a heart monitor? Not a, not a monitor, but like, you know, it has the... Oh, the health app. Yeah. Health yeah, yeah, yeah. App. Oh, my God. I was counter. like, I don't know what phone you have or what attachments you got, but that's well, insane. Maybe if you had... If you had um, one of those watches, it, it can te- check your, maybe can check your. And I watch takes your blood pressure or whatever. And I yeah, and I watch takes your uh your pulse. Pulse. I'm sure it's not far off from getting blood pressure too. That's <laughs> we have to squeeze your arm. <laughs> I don't know. No, I don't think what new is? ones need to squeeze your arm uh, every okay. time. I don't know. Um, but that like oh, I have my notes. I have twelve clouds on here. I have everything. File sharing. I have. Movies, documents, yeah, movies, um, finance. Uh, what else we got on here? Obviously, social news, video games. Yeah, you got social. video games on your phone. Yeah, better than Tetris on the old phones. Uh, I travel. just got addicted to a new one. It's not new, but um, two dots. What's two dots? It's a game. Uh, it's fun. It's that's what's called two dots. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, Crypto quotes. You know what crypto quotes are? No. That sounds so, like something with cryptocurrencies. So, no. Yeah. It's it's one of those things where the letters, it's like breaking a code. So, it's a, oh, yeah, a yeah. saying. Cryptography. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I love that. So, I used to actually get Newsday just for that. Really? Because I love doing those puzzles. I like doing it on paper better than on the phone. But I do have it on the phone. The phone just makes life so much easier. You could books, textbooks. Just insane. Yeah. So to all the kids that are listening to this, if your teacher says, what do you think, you're just going to grow up with a calculator in your pocket? You could be like, uh, no, I think I'm going to grow up with a calculator and a whole lot of other shit. Thank you. <laughs> it's just, I'm now I'm searching this game, Two Dots. I'm interested. And it comes right up. Is it that game? Yep. Oh, boy. Is it, uh, are the top and the, no, the top and the bottom one are two different ones, so you have to tell oh. me. Bottom, bottom one. one. All right, good. I'm getting it. Um, but it's just it's magnificent that we have this ability to do all of this, like this, and it gives people like us the ability to work from literally anywhere we That's want. That's true. I love it. Whenever we want. I mean, I've had meetings in a parking lot outside of Starbucks because I needed quiet, but I was using their Wi-Fi. Smart. I've had, you know, how many calls do you have while driving? That's when I Endless. make my calls. Yeah. We can work from anywhere. It's great. I love it. In fact, if you do the thing with the van, mm-hmm. there's a thing called co-working visa, where if you use a co-working spot here, mm-hmm. other places that are part of that, you can use their locations. Mm. Oh, so, something similar to what you were saying before, early before It's the like show. that, but it's a little different. Yeah, I, I haven't co-working looked into it that much, visa. but- I was in Seattle 
Uh-huh. And um, the person that I was meeting up with wasn't going to be ready till after work. Mm-hmm. So I said, I'm going to go find a co-working spot. And I walked in and I said, how much, you know, for a day? And they said, oh, well, where are you from? And we were talking. And they said, oh, so you use a co-working spot in New York? I said, yeah. They said, do you have your ID? I said, yeah. They said, oh, co-working visa, come on in for free. What? Yeah. That's crazy. It's like I a just consortium saw, or whatever. Yeah, I just saw another crazy app for parking. And because it just, the shit that comes up on my newsfeed at this point is <laughs> cool, but insane. And there is an app for people in major cities okay. that can rent out their driveway while they're at work. So let's say I'm, you know, I need to go to a oh, story. My Queens. town by the train stations like that. People rent out their driveways. That's insane. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they use an app, but they could. Well, yeah, but this app, you know, hey, I'm gonna res- I'm gonna take your driveway. You know, you're at work for eight hours. I'll be in your driveway for the first four hours. Here's like thirty bucks or twenty bucks or whatever. It is. I don't know what the fees are. It's like B two B, Airbnb for driveways. Yes, that's exactly what it is. But like, if you're in a big city and you don't know where to park or whatever it is, or you, you know, you can't find a spot and you know you have a meeting going on, you just rent somebody's driveway. You can book it. In advance. That's cool. They're not going to be there. You know, at least they've agreed not to be there or they've agreed to leave a spot open for you. You just park your car, you come back, you get in your car and you leave and they get their money. I like that. Isn't that the craziest thing ever? I want that one. Not that I'd ever use it, but I want it. (laughs) I'm looking it up. Now, is that a problem? What? Over downloading. Oh, yeah. God, there's so many problems. (laughs) <laughs> but there's so many solutions too. Oh, it's it's cool. Because now you're gonna log in with Facebook and they'll have all your information for the rest of time. Here we go. These apps want to be the Airbnb of your driveway. There's more than one. Apparently. That's crazy. Let's see. How many? Pavement is one. Another is called EV Match. Okay. And, oh, that has to do with electric vehicles and driveway owners with elect with chargers. Oh. What else? Just two? I'm pretty certain. It only pave- lists two. I was going to say, I'm pretty certain pavement's the one I've seen. Um, But like their ad came up and I was like, wow, that's really cool. Not needed where I live. This is so cool. I like it. Are Listen. you already in the app? No, but I'm sending it to somebody. Oh, who needs it? Isn't that just the most insane thing ever? Pavement, by the way, if you're listening, I want 10%. <laughs> um... That's just... I like that. It's insane. I'm going to go to Hawaii, hopefully next year. Oh, it's beautiful. Do it. It's, Wait, you've it's, been? It's one of the most magnificent places. It's good for anything that ails you. It's just... What do you mean? The weather. Uh, the way, it's just... I can't wait to beautiful. go. Except it's on fire right now. Only the big island. All right, fair enough. Curious to know what they're going to do with the airport. If the airport's affected or not. I don't know. So that's where you fly into, I believe, the big island. Um, No, it depends where you're going. So you can fly into um, Oahu. Okay. Which is not the big island. Okay. It's a different island. Or Maui. Mm. I thought you could fly into one island and you have to take a jumper plane to all the Sometimes. Others. Depends. Okay. Yeah. Damn, that's crazy. It's gorgeous, though. I, oh, I want to go so bad. Um, And you, it's... I guess this is how good their advertising is, but I think it was GoPro that really hooked me because they had all of these like nature videos yep. videos, and it was just like, where is that? I want to go. Boom, Hawaii. Uh, 
And I was just like, I'm going. I want to go to Australia really bad, but the beaches and the Great Barrier Reef really freak me out. Um, just like that many tiger sharks in the water is not <laughs> cool. Oh, yeah. It's just uh, but I definitely wanna go to Hawaii do it. so bad. You will love it. So, so bad. And you can be as active or as lazy as you want or both. Yeah. I would. I'm. I'm. I mean, I don't know what I would do with the podcast, but if that would be one area that I would do not it there. be opposed to relocating to, um, I'd have to check the internet connections. <laughs> that's like the, that's literally the biggest thing. You know, I have to be able to get on the internet um, and have a really good internet connection. I don't. I don't know what kind of sorcery goes on with the underground internet cables. No clue. But yeah, insane. Really want to go. Hopefully will one day. Beautiful. Um, and I'm going to book it through Airbnb because it's a I lot have cheaper. a friend that just came back and did that. Airbnb? Mm-hmm. How do you like it? Um, I haven't spoken to her since she got back, so uh, I'll find out. Oh, you got to find out and let me know. I will. Um, I've never... False. I've stayed in Airbnb when I was in Norway. Very weird. Have you ever stayed in an no, Airbnb? No. Oh, it's very strange. Because you're in someone's house. Yes. Potentially. Unless they just use it as a... Some people just use their right. Airbnb. Um, but the craziest part about this was this was like really somebody's... Like I have a friend who has an Airbnb, but he sections off a whole quarter of his house for just Airbnb. So when you hang out with him, you're not really seeing the Airbnb side. Right. Whereas this, when I went in Norway, it was... More like a real B&B. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like I'm using her kettle. I'm using her microwave. I'm using her sink i'm using her bathroom um like oh i'm sitting in her dining room chairs yeah oh yeah it's weird cool because it's like this is a hell of a lot nicer than a hotel and but it was just like (laughs) somebody lives here full time which was like and she didn't like I don't want to say she didn't straighten up because it was very clean, but like she left like everything exactly where like it would not like she literally just locked up and left, locked up, left the key in the mailbox. You know, when you guys come in, like imagine I just got up and left from here, like everything's still where it is and the whole nine. Like I didn't like, oh, you know, let me put the liquor away. Like, let me lock this up. Like, let me lock this. Like everything was still on display. And I was just like, this is crazy, Uh. which is fine. I don't mind. You know, we're not going to do anything bad, but it's just like. You are so opening up your life to us, which is fine. You're going to be looking at their picture album. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Everything's right there. Like, she obviously didn't care because she would have locked it up or hidden it or something like that. But it was just like, everything's there. And then I wouldn't even be so concerned with that. I'd be more concerned with something breaking, damage, this, that, and the other thing. You know, you had we had like seven guys, one Airbnb. Yeah. It was a big Airbnb, don't get me wrong. It was three full bedrooms with two... We, she knew how many people were coming, but it was just like the likelihood of something not breaking is right. so so low. Maybe that's just the one stuff thing that, didn't matter to her as much as... Uh, yeah, it's crazy. interesting. Good way to make money, though. Probably paid her rent in one week just for us being there. No wild. Yeah. Just think about it. You leave... So you gave somebody else the key. They come in. They do whatever they want. They leave it in a pretty decent shape. And then you come back and you're like, what the fuck happened here? <laughs> like, it's just crazy. Oh, and then we had a leak. That's Uh-oh. another story. Like, and then th- that's the other thing with like an Airbnb. Hotel, 
something breaks, you know, you the, call to the, the front desk. You call the front desk. Airbnb, like the sink just broke. Like we didn't even do anything aggressive. Pulled the handle and just started spraying water. Like who do we call? We're in a, another country. Like we can't call the local plumber. I don't even know how to use their phones. What'd you do? We called her and we're like, uh. well, this is what happened. She goes, okay, I'll have somebody come over and look at it. We're like, oh my God. I feel like we feel horrible, but like we don't know how to call a Norwegian plumber or, you know, some some people don't speak English over there. So it's like, and you can't, you're trying to help this poor lady and walk her through it. And then she, oh, friends come over and look at it. All this just crazy stuff. Crazy, crazy stuff. That's wild. Yeah. That's the only freaky part about Airbnb. I haven't done it. So, yeah. Very cool though. And it gives you the freedom to go like wherever you want. That's the biggest thing. And they have um, now sort of corporate Airbnb. Like if people, if com- big companies have staff that are going to some other place for say a week at a time or a month at a time, uh-huh. they will have them use Airbnb, not a hotel or not a long-term residence. Really? Mm-hmm. So the whole company will book like a house or a couple houses of Airbnb for the employees to stay in as opposed to a hotel? Mm-hmm. Wow. Or I'm not sure if if the person books it uh-huh. and they just reimburse them. Okay. Or if they... I yeah. feel like that'd be illegal for the company to do. Yeah, I don't because know. Because Airbnb is kind of illegal for in a lot of places. In some places. Yeah. In the city, it technically is, I think. Yeah. Right? Um, and it also gives you the ability to... to there was a whole thing about why Airbnb is really, really bad. Well, now they're, you've heard of co-working. Now there's co-living what places. A, explain. So it's it's like, it's like, like a dorm. I mean, it's like where people pay a monthly fee and live in the same place with a bunch of other people. They may have their private, I guess, assume they have a private room, but, um, yeah, but that's kind of like getting together with friends and living in a place, isn't it? Or is it like... Yeah, I'm not really sure how that would be different, but... Because, like, I had a friend who moved into... Let's look it up. Yeah, I had a friend of mine who moved into a place, and that friend who listens, uh, you know exactly who you are, who moved into a space where he kind of knew one person out of the, the other the other two, or there was yeah, four of them in this house. Here we go. So Common, New York City's latest co-living startup, expands its Brooklyn footprint. It's only been four months. Well, I don't know when this was written. Uh, February, oh, 2016. So I wonder if it's still around. Um, What's it called? Common? Common, but it's co-living. But this was in 2016. And what is it? Let's see. Twelve suites spread over four buildings can accommodate as much as 51 people. They get their own room but share kitchens and other spaces. Yeah, what is the difference? Maybe it's... Oh, common that, co-living. Here well, you, you go. It's a whole have, company. You don't have to have a lease, right? I imagine like you could just stay for a month or a week or I don't know. Oh, it looks like the company is called Ollie. O-L-L-I-E dot com. Oh, this is dot co. Bed linens, paper towels and stuff are provided. Wi-Fi. Communal areas. It's like a dorm. Yeah, it's like a college dorm for adults. Yeah. That's insane. What is happening with this world? <laughs> the company acts as the landlord and broker and property manager and events facilitator. Facilitator. Events? Oh, so they're like, this is like a real co-living space. Like, it's like we work but living. Yeah. Oh, that's very interesting. 
I wonder if it's still around. Oh, it this definitely old, looks like it's well and alive. Yeah. Ollie, Fascinating. Ollie.com, their website needs some work. Their Call image is not, well, their video is not the most high quality. Um, But that is insane. Open Does this mean now. I spend too much time reading random articles no, on social no, media? No, no, our, our job is to, our job is to live on social media. This is just the most insane thing ever. Like co-living space, I think it's the coolest idea ever. Like, I just think I would want to be able to pick who I live mm-hmm. with, but at the same time, do I? Because so here's the flip side of it. If you go to one of these co-living spaces and you don't like your neighbor, you could just tell them, screw you. You can't do that with friends because you will ruin lifelong relationships. Like you have to be very selective. You know, that was one thing that was always told to me growing up is, you know, if you ever live with somebody, you have to be very um, cautious and pick who you're going to live with on a like precisely right. because because living with someone is very different than being friends with somebody yes, and not living with them yes. absolutely you know you're spending a significantly more amount of time especially if you're sharing like living spaces this that and the other thing are they eating your food are you contributing to food together you know all that kind of stuff where if it's a neighbor you could just you know something like this you can just complain to the property management and say hey you know xyz person they suck they're eating other people's food they're doing this they're doing this they're not treating things right they're being very messy whatever it is you can kind of like rat them out i would imagine at least whereas if you live with a friend you can't really do any of that (laughs) there you go co-living it's where it's at that's freaky airbnb is cool because it's kind of like you by yourself you know right Oh, I mean, I've only heard very few cases where the person who lives in the house also will be there with you. You know, hey, you, you get the bedroom. Right. Well, I feel like a lot of these are, you know, you get a section of the house. But, you know, or it's there for a couple of days. You know, you're Airbnb for a couple of days. You're not living. You're not living there. Right. You're just staying there for a couple of nights. That's insane. At least in my mind. I don't know. But then I say it's insane. Like, that's like the craziest shit I ever heard. But we just flew rockets to space and made them land back on earth so you know at this point i feel like nothing should surprise anybody anymore it's true anything's possible anything is possible um i want to circle it back to social media social media our favorite our favorite yeah i know because we did have like an hour conversation before this podcast started about social media but i'm curious to know because you do sales training and stuff like that on primarily like a LinkedIn platform. Mm-hmm. What do you think the social impacts of doing that are outside of just business? Like, do you think people are establishing like friendships out of this oh, or yeah. they're like, where do you see it going? How do you see it going? I'm curious to know. And then what do you think? you know, the changing of algorithms will do to those industries. Because now I just looked at LinkedIn for the first time in like a week and they already did some changes this week. Oh yeah. Like some, do you have oh, the new profile? Uh, go to your profile. Is your picture on the left? I believe so. Yeah, that's new. Uh, let me sign in here. So social media in general, not even just LinkedIn, people are now meeting for the first time 
sometimes online. And then it's all about, do you take it offline? Do you take it to a phone call? Do you take it to an in-person Oh, the, meeting. yeah, I did just get the new thing, I think. Follow hashtags you're interested in. Not now. Yep, that's new. Um, yep, pictures on the left-hand side. Ooh, weird. But on mobile, it's still in the center. So if you're doing a background graphic for anybody, uh-huh. don't put anything important in the middle or left bottom. Wow. Um, yeah, just wild. And I have now realized that videos are getting a lot more attention on here. Um, they're, I guess, optimized right. for their algorithm. Well, part of how we met, actually, had to do with this whole thing of... So, um, I hosted the first LinkedIn local on Long Island. Mm-hmm. So, it's um, a worldwide phenomenon, actually. So, a woman in Australia mm-hmm. started it because she realized she was connected to all these people that she didn't had never met in person, and so she just had a meetup. What are your thoughts about accepting people who you've never met on LinkedIn? Because I have a lot... I'm... For some reason, I have now an extensive list of people um, that I don't know. I've never met them. Uh, what so is it? It's about eight I people I like now. to have some kind of an interaction first. So if someone wants to connect with me that, I, that I've never met, mm-hmm. what I'll do is I'll... And I think that there's somebody that I want to connect with. Mm-hmm. I will respond... Mm-hmm. And say, hey, you know, I usually like to have a conversation with somebody. How about a conversation? Mm-hmm. If they don't respond, you I don't. I don't connect with them. And you can send them a message even before. How. Yeah. Oh, oh shit! I am gonna get a learning. And it's led to some really interesting conversations. So, so if you go to the page where ne- my network mm-hmm. is, it I'm on there. Okay. Do you see the white box that shows the incoming I can request? Lay this flat, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm in the See incoming right request. It says message all or, or manage all. Yeah. Click on that. Manage all. Ooh. And then look under every one. See, it says <gasps> reply. Oh. So you can write back first before deciding. Interesting. Oh, we got a little CPA action in here. If they customize the message, you can reply right from that first screen. Mm. But if they don't, if you come here. Pretty cool, Inch, right? I did not know. Oh, okay, look at folks, this. So if you go to the My Network That is some page, free free advice free right there. advice so the my network page and in the white box in small type in gray on the top right of it it says manage all and then you can continue the dialogue before deciding that's insane yeah because i'm getting all these I, this is only the people i haven't declined yet right but i'm getting all of these requests out of the blue for whatever reason i'm not 100 percent sure but um and there are less fake profiles here than, say, Twitter and other platforms. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I think 100% that's that's very accurate. There are some. But. It's supposed to be the most... I think it's the most detail-oriented platform for user information out there. Because everybody wants to update their schooling, their jobs, all this, their salary, whatever it may yep. be. They want to update all of that, and it's just constantly being updated. It's the most like up-to-date, well-managed, and accurate right. information on the internet, apparently, database-wise for people. But that's insane. Isn't that cool? Yeah. Well, I appreciate that a little bit of information. Sure. That's wild. Look at that. 
Now, how do you stay up to date on all of this stuff when it changes? Should I ask? Do, do you want? You don't have to reveal your secrets. No, just from being there, from different. Um, I'm in different kind of private networks of people who do what I do and whoever notices a change first shares it. And, um, yeah, just cause they don't, you know how some platforms will announce things like, Hey, here's the change. Mm-hmm. Uh, LinkedIn will just test things. So some you'll log in tomorrow and something might look different. It might just be a yeah. test. AB testing. Yeah. That's very popular. Um, but even with rollouts of things, they don't always announce it. Yes, a lot of yeah. So I think that's becoming the norm, you know, where where companies just don't care. I shouldn't say they don't care. They're making um, changes because they see the need for it, but they're just not announcing when it's going to happen. But I think I like that. I think it kind of keeps people engaged. <laughs> but what I think it, where it's seriously faulty, but I th- I blame that on the users. Is when they come in and they say, oh, you know, this, that, and the other thing. Oh, you know, I don't like the way they did this or this, that. But if you just stay up to date on it, you know, you're constantly checking in on a weekly. You could even do it on a monthly basis. Nothing's ever going to be so far off that you don't realize anything. Right. Like, it's not like you're coming from, you know, 1990 and now you have to know but how to use Insta- LinkedIn tomorrow. Something like Instagram, when you when you log in, they'll have that new button up on the top yes. when they have something new yep. they want you to yeah, know yeah. about. Yeah, so mm. they don't do that on here though i don't think not i mean occasionally they'll have a, yeah. a press release or an article talking mm. about something new like i think they announced the hashtag thing yeah they announced the hashtag thing um that's when you know hashtags are getting serious though is when when linkedin uses them <laughs> not sure how i feel about it in all honesty um hashtags are very powerful i just think that I was kind of hoping they weren't going to work their way into this. I kind of like the the previous following of like the general things. I mean, I guess. But people are used to using them and how they function, so mm-hmm. I think I think it'll be okay. Your communities hashtags you follow didn't even know I followed these. Big data careers analytics. What inspires me? Agile software development which everybody will know before this episode of what that is. Venture capital, technology, sustainability, banking industry, and startups. Wow. So I guess they changed the topics over to hashtags because those, I think... Which they kind of hit, took away. There used to be where you could follow trending topics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. Okay. All right. So they just kind of changed that around. That's not too big. Well, I think you should tell people about Agile because... um, I think we're going to have to finish up here. They'll know what Agile is by the time this comes Oh, you'll, you'll add it. Uh, the My guest right before you, uh, Cindy Hosky, Perfect. Um, speaks of Agile and teaches people what Agile is. Nice. Um, she a PMP? No, she is a Scrum Master. Oh, cool. Oh, you know what Scrum is? I do. Oh, that's cool. Where'd you learn that? Um, I don't know. But um, <laughs> if if I had taken a programming class earlier in my life, mm-hmm. I might have gone in that direction. So just from being a project manager on a lot of technology projects and implementations and websites and stuff, which mm. is what I did before. Okay. Oh, very cool. Yeah, she uh, 
she had just gone out on her own. I don't want to talk too much about it just because the it'll people be that are... It'll be on that podcast. Absolutely. Yeah, it'll be on that podcast. Cool. Um, but she's a dear friend of mine. Actually, it's funny. The way we linked up was she was my old professor. Oh, that's and, great. And uh, I forget who reached out. And I was just like, oh, oh, I think I reached out. And I was like, oh, it's cool. And then we wound up having a conversation. The world is shrinking. It really is. Just <sighs> It's weird. It's so it's weird. It's cool. It's very cool. I love it. I love it. Um, yeah, it's just... The internet just brings people together. It does. And it allows people to stay connected. I'll tell you a story. Sure. So when I first... I don't want to keep you too long, by the way. Let me tell you a quick story. Um, So when I first went on Twitter, Mm -hmm. I thought it was kind of a waste of time. Like, what is this I still think Twitter is a waste of time. People are talking about bacon and coffee. And I stumbled upon a conversation. Mm -hmm. So about 2010, I think, or 2011, the Gap had changed their logo and nobody liked it, so they changed it back. Mm-hmm. Oh, did not know that. And five art directors or five guys were talking about it on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And to keep mentioning the other four people was taking up all their room to say anything. So they said, oh, let's make a hashtag. So they made a hashtag. That conversation grew to hundreds of people around the world. People hired each other through it. My friend who lived in the Catskills hired a woman who lived in Kentucky who moved to the Catskills to work for him. People married each other because of it, because there were lots of people in big cities, so we got together in person. So there mm-hmm. were about 60 people in New York. People met. From then, this hashtag? Beca- all from that hashtag. It became, it's, so I think it's less like that now on Twitter, mm-hmm. but back then, mm-hmm. the, the ability to find and build communities, and that was by accident. That just happened. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. it, it was amazing. People just joined the conversation and... Um, and it was an amazing resource. Like anything I needed, I could just put it out there. Hey guys, I'm looking for a vendor for blah, blah, blah. Or what do you think about? And it, you'd get immediate response from all these people. Mm. Oh, it looks like Gap's tried a couple times to change the logo and they have not <laughs> succeeded. Um, it's like new Coke and old Coke. Didn't insane. they have to go back to original uh, Coke? <laughs> I think Coca-Cola or Pepsi changed it and then one of them never changed it ever. Uh, or okay. like made minor, minor revisions, but that's it. Um, I love how I start searching Coke and the first thing that comes up is Coca-Cola logos. The, the Your technology is listening to you, ladies and gentlemen. I don't care what you say. Oh, it definitely is. Pepsi logos. So I type in Pepsi and Pepsi logos is the first thing that comes up. Uh, yeah. Well, it knows because you had searched for Gap logo. So it knew what you were already mm, looking at. True. All right, true. Um, but I do think it is listening. Yes, I think Coca-Cola is the logo that has never changed. It's always been that script logo of Coca-Cola. But Pepsi has, yes, Pepsi has changed their logo dozens and dozens of times. Interesting. Um, I think some companies change their logo because they get bored with it. Not for any actual reason. Yeah, Coca-Cola went back to what they did in 1905. Because it started in 1986. Yeah, I, I will... I can lay this... Actually, I can turn this. I need this TV immediately. Um, but for the most we're part... Looking at, we're looking at the history of the Coca-Cola yeah. logo here on his screen. Like Very Coke, cool. Coke, Coke. Like it's all... You know, they, yeah, they must around here and... Can't read that year at this angle, but you know they had that still same logo, and then you go to Pepsi, and Pepsi just had a hard time. 
you know they 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 hopped on board the script and then they got off script real quick. At least that's my what I my take on it is. That's funny. Wild Pepsi Blue was the drink though. What is that? Oh my god! Is it blue? Oh, it was like glowing blue. It was uh. just, it was definitely loaded up with chemicals. Let me see if I can find it. Um, it was delicious. What did what was the flavor? Blue, but <laughs> did it taste like anything specific? Uh, what flavor was it? Berry Cola Fusion. Mm-hmm. Any drink that lights up like highlighter fluid should probably not be consumed. Like Gatorade and stuff, they all have blue. Yeah, but this was like a weird That's color bright. blue. Like it was just a freakishly. <laughs> Does it still exist? No, no, they stopped it a while ago. But it was very interesting. I like grape soda. That's awfully purple. Great, yeah. I I don't know. I don't drink soda anymore. I haven't in ages. I drink. I I basically gave up all sugary drinks, with the exception of smoothies and milkshakes. That's pretty much it. I'll have a soda very less than once every two or three months. You know, and I don't even drink that much. That's I'll good have, for you. I'll have a couple sips. Um, I mean, that you did that. Yeah, yeah. Still fat, but what are you going to do? Doesn't matter what I give up at this point. I could eat healthy all day long. I'll just gain weight. It sucks. <sighs> just got to live the happy life. That's all. Just gonna life give is in. short. Got to go with it. The question is, did you cheat on... Did... I don't want to mess up the joke. I have to find it really quick. Okay. Tacos and diet. Um, He's looking up a joke. Yes, I am. I apologize. I will probably go through. He's planning to be funny. I am planning to be funny. (laughs) I shared it. Uh, (coughs) Hold on. I'm going to have to slice this air out, but that's okay. I'm not going to complain. Um... Oh, here we go. Plot twist. Maybe eating tacos wasn't cheating on my diet. Maybe going on my diet was cheating on my tacos. Ah, uh, I like it. Right? Yeah. Right? <laughs> a little fun. Something fun for everybody. That's a good off, one. End off on on, on a nice <laughs> Wednesday day. Um, as we come to the wrapping up of this podcast. This has been so much fun. Is there any plugs, anything you want to say? You know, take 30 seconds, a minute, two minutes, 10 minutes, a year. To tell everybody what you're doing, do what you're um, doing, plan on doing all that. So, um, uh, let's see. I'm planning the second LinkedIn local. Oh, nice. Which is a networking and educational meetup type of event. Okay. Um, the first one was at the end of March in Huntington, and it was a lot of fun. And people were asking, when's the second one during the first one? So, something Ooh. good was happening. Yeah, that's good. How many people showed up? Uh, so, I limited it to 40 and i think oh, wow. i ended up with 43 in a waiting list wow i didn't want it too big i wanted everybody to meet everybody i better else. get priority listing now absolutely okay good. you can come to the next one and um yeah so it's uh i'm that's not sure crazy. what i each each local place that's doing it gets to make it work for that whoever they're having come and what uh-huh. their local no absolutely um people want so um yeah i'm planning that and um starting some group training sessions because there are individuals who want to learn what, what I have to teach and their comp- either they're a sole proprietor or their mm-hmm. company is not um, supporting him in that, w- that mm-hmm. way. So I'm um, starting to do some 
group sessions. Very nice. Very nice. Anything yeah. else? Social media that you want people to follow you at? Uh, let's like that? See. I wouldn't give on, a phone number. That's on Twitter, I'm with. on at Beth Granger says, and Granger is G-R-A-N-G-E-R. Um, you can find me on LinkedIn. Do you use Twitter still a lot? Not as much as I used to. Mm. Yeah, it's More just, for news and just yeah. finding out what's going on and, and complaining using it as a customer service tool <laughs> I'll, I'll i'll what i'll do is i'll race i'll call the 800 number for tech uh, support or for somewhere and and i'll tweet and i'll see who gets back to me first and usually it's twitter that's insane yeah i actually just had a conversation with that about somebody uh with somebody a potential prospect of mine um and i said it's just crazy that these multi-billion dollar companies have help desks teams of people on Twitter mm-hmm. and, because, and Facebook. Yep, because they expect to answer. They are expected to answer within one hour of the tweet. Isn't that yeah. ridiculous? Yeah. Well, I had I was watching something and I couldn't decide if the problem was FiOS or my Roku or the PBS app. Uh-huh. And so I put it out there and mentioned all of them. And FiOS got back to me and said, you know, oh, I said something about a speed. I did a speed test, and they said. Um, are you using a wired or a wireless connection? And by then I had already figured it out, but yeah, they got back to me. That's crazy. Yeah. All right. So I'll give Twitter some kind of props. They're using it for customer service. I guess that's <laughs> the, the new way, the new age. It, absolutely. All right. Good stuff. Well, this Beth, it was a pleasure so having fun. you. Thank Thanks. you. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for trekking it all the way out here from the other end of Long Island. Yeah. In the rain. I'd say, I'd say you're the farthest, but I had somebody come from the, from, uh, Carolinas. Right? All right, that's the farthest. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they were high. Yeah, it's fun. So, all right, guys. Until next time, I love you all. Beth, I'll see you soon. Absolutely. Sure. All right, guys. See you later. All right, everybody. I hope you guys enjoyed that podcast as much as I did. Beth is a dear friend of mine, and I learned a lot. Um, you know, kind of went over some things, hoping to bring some video to you guys soon. Um, I, although I have been adding more to the YouTube, it's more business related content. Um, but as soon as I have the cameras and equipment, I will be going completely, um, into the video space so I can, so you guys can all see my beautiful face. That is the ultimate goal. And I could reach new people and hopefully teach more people and learn new people. Um, and stuff like that. And yes, learn new people. I want to learn about new people and stuff like that. But thank you so much. If you haven't already, smash that subscribe button. I'd really appreciate it. As always, BrutallyHonestPodcast.com. BrutallyHonestPodcast on like everything else. Um, and yeah, love the heck out of you guys. Uh, sponsored by Baron Media Group, my company. Because I built an office and now it's in here. And if you haven't seen my office yet and you want to see my office, let me know. I will be posting some new photos of the office and everything like that. And I'm going to be going quite heavy on the social media platforms, as that's what I do. But I haven't... You know, you ever hear the term shoemaker shoes? It's kind of like me right now. But I'm getting there. I promise you guys. I promise you guys. All right, guys. Until the next episode, I have a great next episode that I'm super stoked for. Um, and there's a little plot twist in there. And I'm sure you guys will figure it out as well. But until then, love you.